Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace. This week it is the flag planting, no cold take having, getting better while your league is lagging, gaining value because you are attacking here at the Debbie Marketplace. That was just for you, Shane. I tried to throw some rhymes in there. Did you like it? Dude, that, that was that was good. I, I I if if you if I didn't know, I'd say maybe you were an English major or something. You're good with the words. I was just slapping them in. You're just boom. Get ready. So in case you can't tell, Shane and I are gonna be planting the flag. Um, one on each position who we think is going to be gaining value this season, right? It that's what it's all about. It's all about the value gain, and that's what we're about right now here at the Debbie Marketplace. So Shane, let's just kick it off. You tell me what position you want to start with, and that's where we'll go. Uh, let's let's start running back. Let's let's start running back. I feel like that's 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 the position everyone wants to know. You know, that can be the yep. toughest. Who who's going to gain value? So, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first because I I have a guy that I think both of us like. So okay. I'm gonna I'll take him from you. Lord. Um. I think running back wise, I'm I'm going Montreal Johnson, running back Ooh, out of Florida. That was gonna be my <laughs> I do, I do, and that's why I had to take the first shot. Yep. But like, but he's someone that that people still in Devi are not drafting, had a ton of success as a freshman, um, you know, retro freshman in Louisiana, and going into his third year, but he's moving over to Florida with Billy Napier. Florida has not never been known for running backs much, but they are going to run the football. Um, he brought over his guard, Osiris Torrance, which I think is huge. He's my number three guard in the 23 NFL draft. Like he's going to be making holes. I, I think Gontrell Johnson is electric. I think he can catch the football. I think we're talking in a year about him being in the top three running backs for the 2024 NFL draft class and competing with Braylon Allen for, you know, a decent spot. I think you can get him in the last round of your Debbie drafts and boom, value gain. Wow. All right. I can feel that. Um, this is a player that I think you like, um, but also might be one of the fastest players in college football. Um. So you said you wanted the running back position. Um, so that obviously has to lead me to Texas A&M. We are talking Devin a chain, right? So you also have to realize that like Texas A&M lost his A.S. Spiller, right? He's in the NFL. Um, he actually might still be running his 40. I'm not a hundred percent sure there, um, but we're talking about a guy that reached the top speed of 22.2 miles per hour. Um, in case you're wondering, that's really, really fucking fast, yeah. right? Like that's faster than like most people. That's like top two or three percent, probably in all of 
football, all of football, NFL included. Like, that's super fast. Um, but then you're like, oh, but does he actually have some stats to back it up? You bet he did. This past year, he had 130 carries for 910 yards, which, in case you're uh, you're not a math- mathematician at home, that's an easy breezy seven yards a carry. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, add in nine touchdowns, and we know that he's the most established running back that they have. Isaiah Spiller leaving a ton of carries at Texas A&M. And then you add in the fact that, oh, yeah, he also had 24 receptions for over 260 yards and another touchdown there. So he was averaging over 10 yards per catch as well. Now the question is, what is that? What is Texas A&M going to look like? Who knows? But the, the one thing I can tell you is they're going to try to win as many games as possible, and they're going to have to do that with Devin Chain. Uh, he's a really, really good player. And here's the deal, right? When we're talking about value gains, like he's probably drafted, what, fourth round in a Debbie startup? Yeah. Something like that. Um, ADP is probably around there. Fourth Nelly normally has this pulled up. I know. I know. See, we're, we're missing him. But I, yeah, it's probably around fourth, fifth round, I would think, for him. Um, yeah, so uh, he's going into the NFL. He's going to be a day two pick. That's just a fact. Um, so I guess I'd rather have him uh, on my team than than not at those prices. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just too easy of a pick to pass up. He's, uh, in our ADP, he's going like 502. So I'd rather have a chain just a better player um and i'd rather have him over lj johnson um one thing that you can say similar to uh our friend dan mullen down in florida is um jimbo doesn't always use a lot of freshmen not in positions where he has players that understand the system right so uh get ready because you're gonna see a lot of a chain and I think he's just really, really good at football. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like him too. I think he's going to be the guy. And that's, that's kind of wild. Yeah, like I want the guy that can score the 90-yard touchdown, right? Yeah. He can certainly do that. Um, so that's, that's my flag plant at the uh, running back position. How do you feel about that? I feel good about that. I feel good. I, I think I think a chain's a little um, could be a little controversial because of his size, but that speed in the NFL today, man, it, it's it's exactly the type of player you want. Yeah, like what are what are you wanting him to weigh in at? Right? Is there a weight that makes you feel better? Is that one ninety? Is it one ninety five? Like like if Nelly was here, he would sit here and be like, "Wow, I want him over two hundred pounds." You know, like. Right, you every once every running back over 200 pounds, but that's not that's not what the NFL is anymore, right? I, I, I want him to run a four three flat if he does that, you know, and I think it's possible. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, I like, I think you're gonna get a really, really fast 40 time. Yeah, if he comes in at 190 and runs a four three. He uh, runs a he, go wild. he runs a ton, a 10 1200 meter. 
yeah. I mean that 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 is that's four three range right there with the yep. the twenty two miles an hour usually is in the four threes. So, so get ready for it because like it's it's ridiculous. Like he's super fast. He's going to be really good. Like sure, you can argue that like he might not be a full three down back in the NFL, and like sure, I'll give you that. Um, but if you tell me that he's going to get let's just say 80 targets, maybe 100 targets in the NFL over 17 games with 120 carries at uh, Devi fifth round price. I'll take it. Yeah. And I'll take that to the bank um, because his, his stock is just going to keep going up. If you don't like him, you can always sell him for more later. So yep. that's, that's the beauty of it. But it's he's a guy that you want on your team right now. All right, what what position you want next? Well, let's let's go receiver, and I'm going to let you start because I think you might take mine. So I'll let you do that this time. Wow, um, now I got a lot of pressure. Uh, no, it's uh, if you don't, I'll be happy. Yeah, so you you go first. To. I'll I'll let I'll let you have it if All you're right. going to. All right, look, I, it's a guy you have talked about on here, Kane, okay. uh, rightfully so increasing in value. And that's Jermaine Burton, wide receiver, yeah. going to Alabama. I mean, he 100%. is going to increase in value. We, we've seen it. Look at Jamison Williams. I mean, none of us drafted Jamison Williams and Debbie, right? He's available in all those rookie supplemental drafts just about unless it's super, super deep or someone drafted him as a freshman before he even start played. Jermaine Burton, going from Georgia to Alabama, is going to have that same increase in value. He's fast, he's athletic, and he's going to be the wide receiver one for uh, the Crimson Tide, a team that's going to throw the ball, has the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Jermaine Burton's going to step into that Jameson Williams role. Um, there's no one else there to do it, and and he's going to have great production. You know, he's he's six foot, he's 200 pounds, he's four four speed. Like he has everything that you want. Just that situation alone, I think that that's going to increase him in value. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he is in the top four receivers. We're talking first round NFL draft pick, you know, with Keyshawn Boutte, with JSN, with Jordan Addison. I think Jermaine Burton's going to be up there. And people are, I think, just weary because he hasn't produced yet. Doesn't matter. You're on Alabama. You are going to produce. They're going to throw you the football if you're starting. And all the reports have been that he's starting. So it, it's going to happen. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, he's just such a solid bet. Latest report that came out that he's been the Nick Saban said he was the most consistent wide receiver in camp. Consistent means a lot in Alabama. Yes, you know that, that's all they want. Points. Yeah. So I'm, I'm p- going to plant a flag on a redshirt senior. Oh, Interesting. As the value gain. Redshirt senior, I'm going to call it now. We're talking day two pick in this NFL draft. Uh, Shane, do you want to take a guess? He's an SEC player. Uh, I, you want to take a guess as to I'm who gonna, we're talking about? I'm going to guess Cedric Tillman. It is indeed Cedric Tillman. Nice. Good choice. Right? We're talking 6'3", 215 pounds. Just last season, 64 receptions for over 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. That gives us just shy of 17 yards per reception. Like, he's a big play guy that can work both underneath. He's fast. He's strong. Like, we've seen so many, I feel like, Florida and Tennessee wide receivers all of a sudden become day two picks because they don't start right away. 
but they get better each and every year. Cedric Tillman is going to absolutely smash this year. He's going to be a top 10 wide receiver, nay, top five wide receiver in college football this year. He's going day two in the NFL draft. And guess what? He is free. He is he is free. And like we're happy. talking just Debbie and C2C, you know, those guys, those C2C guys are already on Cedric Tillman and they've been on Cedric Tillman waiting for Cedric Tillman to be the guy for a couple years now. Right. But in Debbie purposes, Cedric Tillman is free. He's not really being drafted. Right. So Cedric Tillman is someone that you need to have on your team because he's going to absolutely smash. And guess what? Either you can pay the price now or you can spend an early pick next year when he's already at the NFL and already on the team. So it's up to you how you want to go about it. I like, I like it. I mean, I, I watched him actually fairly recently and he continues to impress me. Um, so I'm, I'm there with you. Some of these like college football producers, Cedric Tillman, AT Perry, Wake forest, Dante Dimas in Maryland, they might get drafted earlier than people think than the hot, you know, Debbie names sometimes. Like if you're going to be in, if someone's going to be in on Hendon Hooker and say that there's a chance that he could be, you know, a top 50, top 100 pick or whatever, then you have to be in on Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman is going to get at least 25 or 30% of everything in that offense. Right. It, that's just what's going to happen. Tillman's going to be really, really good. Uh, so Debbie purposes, get them on your team. And the fun part is, I think even in C2C, it's worth even paying that price for him because people think you're just paying the price for a single year. I don't think you're paying it just for a single year because I think he's going to end up going to the NFL and I think he's going to find success at the NFL as well. I love it. I love it. That, 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 is, that is a flag to plant. I told you, flag planting, no cold take heaven. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Getting better while your league is lagging. Like, I'm trying to spit these rhymes out at you, Shane. That's, I mean, it's beautiful. It, it is. We're gaining you, you value are... because we are attacking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's where we're at right now. We're attacking. That's yeah. what we do. So let's just go. Let's go to the. Let's go to tight end first so we leave quarterbacks for last year because I think that's probably a better decision. So what do we got at tight end? Who are you planting a flag on at the tight end position? <laughs> tight end is it's just so like it doesn't feel good to plant a flag on anyone. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put my, you know, you know I'll, I'll plant my, my small school flag here as okay. I've been talking about on Twitter. Like you, if you're in a tight end premium league and you have a deeper Debbie draft, you should take Tucker Craft, the tight end out of South Dakota State. I think he is firmly in the top 100 of the NFL draft. I think there is an outside, I think it's actually a pretty solid chance he's the tight end two in this draft class coming up. 6'5, 255 pounds, um, really soft hands. Like he is a big dude who can block and has has good speed like he can run at 255 pounds you know i mean that's not a small guy um so like he dominates in one-on-one i mean he crushes linebackers and covers that's what i want to see when i'm looking at a top tier fcs school that he's just dominating 
linebackers when he's catching the ball. Do they throw him a ton of passes? Not as many as I would like them to at South Dakota State. They run the ball a lot. Pierre Strong, Isaiah Davis. Uh, but, I mean, Tucker Craft is a player that outside of, like, Michael Mayer and Brock Bowers and maybe Michael Trigg, like, I – Tucker Craft's next for me. He's the guy I would take next uh, over Darnell Washington, even over Eric Gilbert. I'd, I'd feel much safer with uh, Tucker Craft. So, shout-out to my friend Alfred from the uh, Campus to Canton uh, site over there. I know he's a big fan of this tight end. Uh, you know, we're not going FCS. Or, excuse me, we're going um, we're going FBS, uh, but we're not going Power 5. Nice. Uh, so that means we're going to Old Dominion. And if I'm going to plant a flag, that means that especially in Devi, that the value is zero, right? And I think you could say that about Zach Koontz, right? The value is, is zero right now, right? Um, but we're talking about a guy that's 6'8", 245 pounds, right? The expectation is that he's going to continue to gain weight, continue to fill out that frame. Um, you know, he was, when he was in high school, he was the, 111th best prospect, the number four tight end, the number two recruit in Pennsylvania in general. Uh, played basketball, track and field, and football. Just a really, really good player. Um, fun fun stats. Last year, he was actually one of two college tight ends with over 100 targets. Do you know who the other one was? He just got drafted in the second round of the NFL. Boom. That's Trey McBride. He was a second round pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking last year, 73 receptions, 692 yards, five touchdowns. He's going to eat. Like, that's just all there is to it. Like, are we talking day two pick? Maybe not. But we're talking someone that's going to get drafted 100%. Like, there's not a question to that. And we're probably talking top five tight end in uh, in this next draft class, to be honest with you. A little bit on the older side, um, because he did transfer from Penn State. Um, so he did have that transfer year in there. Um, so he redshirted his 19 season and then transferred in 2020. Um, and so in 2021, he was his first year at Old Dominion. So he's going into his fifth year here as a double red shirt, technically um, a one red shirt, but it's been two red shirts. One with the transfer year. Um, just a good player. Yeah. His brother, uh Pittsburgh Steeler. So, you know, got the, got the bloodlines long snapper, but still can't wait for that to be said a hundred times. <laughs> during the time you know, you know, it's, you know, it's coming. It's, it's going to be like, well, his brother's a long snapper in the NFL. So, yep. No, it's, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. He's going to be super productive. Uh, he's he's going to be good. So um, let, might as well ride some of those stats. Like, sure, he might not be as 100% as athletic as as you might want him to be. Uh, but he, I think he gets on pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think he's more athletic than he looks because, you know, I mean, he was a high-end recruit. He was a big athletic dude, so. Like honestly, like the hope is the hope is like 
honestly, like if he could run high four sixes, I'd run away screaming, you know? I mean, if he gets in the high, high four sixes with that size, I think round four is like appropriate. Like, I think that's, and that's definitely a value increase, a major one, because no one's touching him. Right. Like, do you know how many offers he had? Penn State, Alabama, Duke, Florida State, Maryland, Michigan, Nebraska, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Stanford, Syracuse, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. It's a pretty good group. Yeah, he got offered by Alabama, so I think he's an okay yeah. football player. <laughs> like, they, they generally don't recruit unathletic players. Right, especially at the tight end position. Yeah, that's fair. It's kind of something that they uh, really focus on. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my uh, flag plan. Do you want to move on to the uh, most important position, especially if we're talking super flex leagues? Let's do it. Quarterback. Kick her off, baby. You, you, you mean to start all four, man? Oh, Oof, that's oh, yeah. high pressure. Um, all right. Look, I, I, I'm going to go a little bit kind of down my list, but I'm going to plant this flag on a player. We're talking value gain. Even if I'm not in love with this player, I think the value gain is there. And I think he is going to at some point flirt with first round talk um, in the draft process. That's Tanner McKee out of Stanford. Am I the biggest Tanner McKee fan? Do I think he's an elite quarterback? No, like I think Tyler Van Dyke's that guy out of Miami, right? But I think McKee it has has size. He has a lot of experience. He's in a pro-style offense. This is that kind of, you know, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson. He's 6'6", 226, has a good arm, has a good deep ball. Stanford's supposed to open up the passing game this year. Um, and so I think Tanner McKee is – the NFL seems to really be interested you know, and a lot of a lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of the you know the lists that have come out from um, some of the early publications, like Tanner McKee is top four in this draft class at quarterback. Is he getting drafted that way in Devi? He is not. Um, and so, like we talk about in the show, if a quarterback gets drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, they become a worthwhile Devi asset in Superflex. I think Tanner McKee has probably the best shot of the guys outside the the top three to become a first round NFL draft pick. Is he going to be, am I going to agree with it? No, but that doesn't matter. I'll, I'll take that player all day. And I think right now you can get him super cheap uh, in Debbie drafts. I think Tanner McKee's worth investing in. If, if you admit, if, if I'm missing out, if I miss out, it's not a big loss, but I think the hit is there. I'd rather have, I, I think he's a better player. I think NFL like him more than say, Will Levis. Um, and I'll take that to the bank and plant my flag right on that. So this is a tough one for me, right? Because I could take the easy route and say it's Anthony Richardson, right? Like you can make the case that Anthony Richardson, no matter where you're taking him, could end up being the number one overall player in all of fantasy football if he hits his potential, right? That's the easy way to to go right when you're that big can run that fast you know it uh it becomes a lot easier for you um but i'm trying to figure out if i want to go that route 
<laughs> I like you just made half the case. You're like, you know, I might not pick him though. But because I, I did you're, that you're for right. Nelly. Right. Like if Nelly yeah. was here, that would definitely be his answer. Yeah. I, right. I think like, it would. He's and shout out to Felix, because I know Felix will be screaming Anthony Richardson. Um like, yes, he probably has the highest ceiling of just about any player. Right, if he could hit that ceiling, that's that's part of it. Um, but I have to go with my guy, and Shane, you know who he is. Um, I hate that sometimes that I'm the only one in on this guy, but he transferred from Oregon to Texas Tech, right. Um, at Oregon, I thought he was a solid player. I thought that the system didn't wasn't really the best for him. And now he's transferring to Texas Tech. And Tyler Shuck is a good quarterback. Um, all the reports coming out of camp is that he's basically everything that they want him to be. Um, is that he hasn't really missed many throws. He's been great. Sure, you can say, well, it's just against air. Um, but the most important thing, since they have multiple quarterbacks, multiple quarterbacks that have played, especially with um, shot coming off of an injury, is that he starts, right? That's the first thing. Second thing is understanding that the system in which he's going to play uh, is a really good one. They're going to throw a lot of passes. Um, so I want to have a share of that. And right now, Tyler Shuck is super cheap. And Debbie's not even being drafted in C2C. You should probably go pick him up because if he is the starting quarterback at Texas Tech for the entire season, right, and never gets supplanted, uh, he's probably going to be a top 10 CFF quarterback, maybe top 15 CFF quarterback. He's going to be really, really good. Uh, so that's a guy that I want on my team. Um, he's coming in at 6'5, 225 pounds. Uh, sure, you can make the case that wasn't super great last year right but we're dealing with a new staff here um, everything's new coming in we're pretty excited about kind of what he's doing um, and if he's the if he's the guy he's going to get first round buzz he's going to and whether you like him or not that doesn't matter right but if he's getting first round buzz and people want to act like he's a first round talent and you don't like him there's your chance to sell right but if texas tech is maybe even top three in the Big 12, Tyler Shuck's going to get a lot of love. And guess what? He That's technically his fourth year, so we could be talking about a Senior Bowl quarterback. If he ends up going to the Senior Bowl, you know, we, we know what's happened at the Senior Bowl with quarterbacks, right? One quarterback just shoots through the roof. Uh, it could be him. So that's who I'm planting my flag on at quarterback. I, I think it's fair in that offense and the production. Like you said, they're, they're, the skill set is there. I think it's a deep. I think it's a deep take. Um, so that, now I am kind of glad you hedged a little bit with Anthony Richardson, but Tyler Shock is is a good. It's it's a good choice. See, I, I had to hedge a little bit. bit. Like Anthony yeah, Richardson yeah. would be my choice, but like I feel that, especially in our circles, like that's too easy of a choice. Right, right. I, I appreciate you going bold because this is a no cold taking. Whatever you said before, no cold take having. Yeah, yeah. So getting better while your league is lagging. <laughs> K 
can't can't get it out. I think that combined with our intro is just that this has been this has been hey, a show. I'm just spitting over here. You know You're what I mean? Just doing it. Um, but those are the four positions here. Um, make sure you let us know. Uh, hop in the Discord. Tell us if you agree. Whose do you like better? Do you like mine? Do you like Shane's better? Uh, we'll put up a poll. You tell me who you like better. Um, and I'll only put in Tyler Shuck. I won't put in uh, Anthony Richardson because then I'll easily win. Oh, um, yeah. Well, like... yeah. There's a lot of Anthony Richardson stands out there. That's, that's uh, so, ma- so make sure you hop into the Discord. It's completely free to join the Discord. So make sure you hop in. Um, there's about 600 of us over there. Uh, so make sure you hop in. Have some fun. We're going to have some tools that are coming out for CFF um, that just make, uh, you know, picking your player just a little bit easier we're going to be available kind of talking about some uh, start sit decisions things like that during the season so make sure you come over um uh, but shane you want to teach me something i do you had a request last week do you remember what it was uh the school of the americas yeah yeah so let's let's talk about it. school of the americas now known as winsec the western hemisphere institute for security cooperation um was started in the, in the 40s or 50s in Panama, um, but really it changed the name to the School of America's 1963 under John F. Kennedy. Um, and, and the goal was kind of to bring in Latin American students to train through the American military system, right? using American weapons, kind of Americanizing, having this influence um, during the Cold War over Latin America, which was an important part to kind of keep under America's um, eye. So due to Vietnam, they kind of moved into jungle training in the 60s. And a lot of this involved things that you know weren't very savory, training in things like torture, assassinations. You know, I mean, this was Vietnam time, Cold War time. Like it was, it became kind of ruthless and the, the weapons we're using in Vietnam weren't, uh, weren't exactly friendly. So um, when it hit after Vietnam was, was kind of over, Jimmy Carter the president opposed it, but like he liked the influence. He wanted an international military school. So they kind of kept doing it, even though people were kind of unsure. And so what Latin American countries we were friends with, these dictators started sending soldiers, sending their own family members to train here, to train under the Americans, learn all these tactics they could take back to their home country and, you know, torture and murder and rape people. And that became kind of the norm in the 70s and 80s for this school to basically like teaching dictators how to become military dictators. Um, and so in 1993, actually JFK's nephew introduced a bill to end funding to the school of the Americas um, because and he had a list of like, here's all these people that trained here. Look, half of them are criminals, a quarter, you know, 10% of them turned into dictators that we hate. Like we trained them, but it, it didn't work. Um, and so it was renamed in 2001 to kind of distance itself from the past uh, to WinSec, but basically America had this school in, in Panama that um, trained Latin American dictators and uh, how to be ruthless. And um, we kind of don't talk about it. Things you learn here on the Devi Marketplace. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? On the on the nope. flag plane episode. Hey, love it. We always love to learn something. That's part of this episode. But Shane, not only do we get to plant flags we also get to buy sell and talk about players we just don't know what to do with um so i've let you go first this whole time so i'm gonna go first now we're gonna start with the unknown um we're gonna start right in that louisville running back room i don't know 
I, I, I don't know. I like two players. You know, I like Travion Cooley a lot. Uh, but is he going to be the main running back at Louisville? I don't know. I, your guess is truly as good as mine. I I am completely lost. Uh, Jane, if you can help at all in this situation, it would be <laughs> just incredibly neat. Like, they have good players, right? They have Tyon Evans, uh, who came over from Tennessee, if yeah. I'm correct. You got Jalen Mitchell. You got Travion Cooley. Like, good players. Like, so I don't know if we're going to be dealing with a full-fledged committee. I don't know if we're going to be talking about, you know, a really good like one running back is just going to stand out. Uh, but let's not forget that they have a good quarterback that can run the ball as well in Malik Cunningham. So I think it makes it a little bit easier for for the running backs when they have to uh, really focus in on the quarterback as well. So like whoever is is going to be the guy, like if we end up having one that's a large portion of that offense, uh, they're going to smash. Who's it going to be, though? No clue. Is there going to be one main guy? Still don't know. Um, so that's kind of my uh, that's my unknown stock there. Um, a guy that I'm buying. I know we talked about this guy a lot, and Shane already talked about him today, but you have to buy Jermaine Burton. <laughs> like, you <laughs> yes. have to. Yes. Like, this is the cheapest you're going to get him. Look at who else is in that Alabama wide receiver room. Right, you have freshmen that didn't really do anything that you're hoping are going to break out. You have other transfers that came in a little bit later. Like I love Tyler Harrell, I do, but he came in late. Uh, when we're talking about a guy like Jermaine Burton, like Nick Saban cares about consistency. When he's saying that that our guy, Big Baby Burton, is is the most consistent one on the field for the wide receivers, well, then that means something. And when you're the main guy at Alabama, you're going to be a top pick in the NFL, right? Sure. Is it a first round pick? I don't know. But even a second round pick still really, really good for the value that you're drafting him at right now. Um, so that's someone that you have to buy. Someone that I'm selling. Um, like, I'm just going to stay in that Alabama wide receiver room and I'm selling Ja'Cory Brooks. Like, I, I don't see how Ja'Cory Brooks is a large part of this offense. Like, I, I just don't see it. Um, I think it's going to be tough. Like, the his best case scenario is that he's the wide receiver two or three on that team and steps up next year. But if he was so good, why did they bring in transfers? Right? Why did they bring in in our guy, big baby Burton to be the wide receiver one. If, if he was supposed to be it. So I, I'm just selling him. I think um, any value you can get out of him now is probably good. Um, I would rather be out early and miss a little bit um, than never have a chance to sell. And we're dealing with a guy that's like a six, seventh round pick or a UDFA. Like, cause that's, I, I think there's a better chance that we're dealing with that than we're dealing with a top 100 pick in Ja'Cory Brooks. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I agree with all this. So 
I'm betting on Tyon Evans, I think, for Louisville. So that's, that's I, I, I don't blame you. I also yeah, really but... like, I do like Trevon Cooley a lot, but yeah. like, I don't know who it's going to be. And when you have three good running backs, why not play all of them? Yeah, which is probably what will happen. It's probably yeah. what will hit us. I'm going to go a little NFL here. Uh, so my buy, uh, Nelly would like my buy. It's uh, Tyquan Thornton, the rookie receiver for the Patriots. Still kind of dismissed in, in rookie drafts. Um, he's had some flashes. I know the Patriots offense won't be great, but he's probably the most talented, most athletic receiver on that team. I mean, the receivers, Jacoby Meyer and Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, like Tyquan Thornton could be the wide receiver one and actually be decent. I think he's coming at a value because it's New England, because people didn't like him as much pre-draft, myself included. So I, I'm in. Uh, my cell, Nelly, we're not like – and uh, that's Trey Lance. I, I think Trey Lance's value is just so high right now. I'd almost, you know, I'm look, he's going in startups first round, sometimes early second round. I'd almost rather sell him for like Justin Fields plus, and you can get that. Um, I, I don't think they're super dissimilar in what they could do this season and what the upside is. So, you know, like our friend Scott Connor says, if you can sell at same tier plus, do it I, to me lance and fields are in the same tier my unknown is a guy starting to get a little bit of buzz and that's you know benjamin debbie darling back in the day from arizona state you know i, I drafted him in a debbie league or two pretty highly and just fell off his final year and got tra- had a bad workout so got drafted late and it's sounding more and more like he's going to be the rb2 for arizona behind james connor who often gets injured so my, why I put on knowns because like I just want to believe. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just too high. Like I just want to believe. You know, Benjamin can become a thing and be in that Chase Edmonds role. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just too high on him, and I'm hoping something still works out. And it's just you know that's it. I don't know. Hey, you're talking to a James Conner stand. So that's you're not going to hear a lot of support from me. Pretty okay. Well, that, that's, every that's carry fair. goes to James. Every single every carry every touchdown. Yep. All day and every snap. Screw it. Get Kyler out of there. James Conner Wildcat, baby. Yep. He's playing two positions. They're playing 10 against 11. (laughs) Uh, But that's it for us here at the Debbie Marketplace. Uh, Make sure to stop by, uh, you know, if you see us at Canton, if you're stopping by Canton, make sure to uh, stop by, say hi. Um, You know, I will happily have a drink with you. and we can talk about football a little bit. We can talk about life. We can talk about all those fun things. So make sure you uh, stop by and let's chit chat. Um, but other than that, just know that we appreciate every single one of you. And thanks so much for listening.